And it's nice to have you with us tonight. And also it's very nice to have uh, Sharon Nurse from Attract to Connect Stay Glen Ennis in the studio tonight. So hello, Sharon. Hello, Jan, and hello to your listeners. It's great to be here. Thank you. Welcome. Now, tell our listeners a little about Attract Connect Stay and how it came to be in Glen Ennis. Sure. Look, Attracts Connect Stay is an evidence-based community-led solution to addressing healthcare workforce shortages in small rural communities. And if that sounds like Glen Innes, that's exactly what it is. Definitely. Of course, Glen Innes and many, many other communities in the state and around Australia. It's based on a model found in Canada, in Marathon in Canada, which is a small rural town not dissimilar to Glen Innes, in fact, um, except where we have minus three, they have minus 30. So that's a big difference. We don't want to be going there. Um, and it was found by Dr. an Australian academic called Dr. Kath Cosgrave, who was, who was on a Churchill Fellowship, and she had gone forth looking for a model that worked a model in, a com- in small rural communities where they had had doctor's shortages but they had found a way of solving it. So uh, Kath studied what happened in Marathon and their, their med- model of operation and she brought that back to Australia, wrote it up um, and designed a model for the Australian setting. So what we have was an academic with a solution at the same time, Glen Innes, as we know, and we've all lived here, so we know and we've all experienced this, was having long waiting lists, ageing population, chronic health care issues, lack of locums at the hospital, um, doctors wanting to, uh, needing to retire and being unable to retire, and growing waiting lists and, a, and an, an evolving and growing almost crisis in Glen Innes which was not dissimilar to what they had had in Marathon some years prior. So we had an academic with a solution, we had a town with a problem, and quite coincidentally, the two things came together. Dr Cosgrove won some funding to trial this model in an Australian setting. And so expressions of interest were called for around the state and three towns in the state were selected. We scrabbled around here in Glen Ennis and put together an expression of interest, and Glen Ennis was selected as one of those three pilot sites. So it's important to understand that this is a model that has been trialled, that works in another similar environment, that is under some academic study, and that we are being constantly evaluated. So... This is a big deal for Glen Innes. Oh, absolutely. It's important. Uh, it's a very important thing for the whole state, but it's particularly important for Glen Innes. Absolutely. That sounds like we've got something wonderful happening. A word from our sponsors and we'll come straight back to Sharon with more information for you. There, there we go. A word from our sponsors now. Sharon, what are the key issues of the project? Yes, the key things about Attract, Connect, Stay, and the three words, Attract, Connect, Stay, actually very well describe the model. With the Attract com- component, which is at the front end, is, the, is what we call matching. So you're not just looking for anybody. You're looking for people who would match Glen Innes, what sort of person would fit within the, within the environment of Glen Innes. 
The connect component of the model is what we call the stickability. And this is a very clever bit that Marathon did. And this is where we... we Um, bring the people into our community. We welcome them into the community right from the start. We help them with their needs. We we welcome them and make them part of our lives and, and stick them into our community. And the evidence shows us, and remember this is an academic project so we can go back to the research, back to the evidence. The evidence shows us if if professionals don't achieve that level of stickability, they will leave. Yeah. That's the that's the clever bit that holds them. And then the third component, the stay component, which again is very clever, it's almost a succession planning component. So that in Marathon they know their, their workforce so well, they know who their, their doctors and so on are, they know what their lifestyle is and they can predict that in four years' time that doctor is likely to move on because the children have reached high school age and it's likely that they'll move. So they start immediately succession planning, looking for what's coming up and being on the front foot. Mm. And that's and, and with that in mind, they've not had a doctor shortage across the 13 years that Dr Cosgrove has been involved and been observing. And that's, that's where we want to get to in Glen Innes. That's the clever bit. All of that is achieved <laughs> through a position which is called, and you'll hear me speak about it more tonight, the recruiter connector. And that's the person who is out there making the connections, making the linkages, doing the work on the ground, working in the networks. Um, and, uh, and that person is absolutely critical that they understand and are deeply, deeply embedded in the Glen Ennis community. Mm. That is really important, isn't it, Dave? I want to stay don't want to leave is the main thing, isn't it? Yeah. Now, where is the project up to now, Sharon? Okay. So we've been... There's a little been a little committee, or two committees, in fact, um, beavering away. We've been very busy. Um, we, we... After the expression of interest, uh, there was a community meeting to discuss it with, with the community. I think there were about 25 people present at that meeting at the club, at the services club, uh, to just listen to the model and see whether we thought it might work in Glen Innes and indeed whether the Glen Innes community would be interested in having it happen here. Um, and that meeting resolved that, yes, that was this is a model that could work. <laughs> there are many models, not all of them would work, but we thought this one would work. So the community formed that day a steering committee, which was four people, myself, Michael McNamara, Carol Sparks, who was the mayor at the time, and uh, Karen Munster, who had just arrived in town, a retired GP. Mm, it's good, 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 <laughs> good selection there, Sharon. Yeah. And we set about um, determining what sort of a model it would be. We understood that this needed to be community-based and whilst our council is very, very supportive of the model, um, we didn't want to be a committee of council. We wanted to be independent yes. uh, and avoid some of the things that go with the bureaucracy, etc., so that we could, we could very much guide the, the project from the ground up. Uh, and so a, over the time, an incorporated body has been formed under the Associations Incorporation Act. Uh, we are a legal entity. We have achieved um, charitable status, so we are a registered charity. Mm. We have put in place all the governance frameworks, um, the insurances, the PO boxes and all of that stuff that goes with setting up a, a new organisation mm. uh, and begun to attract members. 
uh, and we'd, c- we'd come to the point in um, January this year when we were ready to go back to the community and say, well, here it is, this is what it looks like, is this what you want uh, and should we go ahead from here? If so, we need to endorse the constitution and elect a governance committee. So that duly happened in the one of the multitude of um, COVID crises that we had was an online meeting and at that meeting the ongoing committee was elected. So uh, that committee consists of myself. Now I'm a retired health bureaucrat so I understand how the health system works. Mm. Um, A a local woman called Kate Dance who's a um, lawyer by by training. Um, Catherine Donald who has a background in education training and recruitment. Long, long term local. I think she was born here and and uh, so deeply embedded in the community. And, of course, the uh, treasurer is always a difficult position to fill, uh, but coming to town as a new professional, a man called Shagir Mohammed, who was taking on the chief financial officer role for the Eastman Group. So we have a committee that consists of an accountant, a lawyer, a bureaucrat and, and, uh, and a person with a background in training and education. Mm-hmm. And we've been pushing on um, for about three to four months now. So we've developed a communication strategy. Uh, We've been linking with the stakeholders, the practices, the doctors and so on, uh, drawing up all the documentation that we need to appoint the um, recruiter connector. Mm. It will be this governance committee that will employ the... the, um, to whom the recruiter connector will be reportable. Mm. And, of course, one of the most impressing parts of the project is fundraising because we have to actually actually make this project financially sustainable, it didn't come with a bucket of money. No, unfortunately. <laughs> and that's a recommendation that we've given back to the evaluators that, you know, it really has taken a lot of effort um, mm. and we've been working very, very hard to get some fundraising in place mm. and then develop a, a f- financial sustainability yeah. Program, And at the same time, we were very lucky to be able to be involved and assist with the um, recent arrival as, with Dr Della um, at um, East Avenue Clinic, uh, doing some of the early work and in assisting her in her relocation. Mm. Uh, and that, that's a, a wonderful... We've already had that little one little outcome. So mm. when she started, we were delighted to be there with a big, huge, humongous bunch of flowers and... Yeah. Welcome her and on her first day. How would that day. make her feel? That would have, yeah. Yes. Ex- excellent, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Mm. Ah, now what are the next steps? Okay. So we really have reached... It's just a great great to be here talking to you today because we've just had a committee meeting at which we realise and understand that we have reached the point where we're able now to go ahead with the recruitment of the Recruiter Connector. So we will be um, hopefully advertising that shortly... And there will be a process around that. Mm. Um, it has to be a clear, transparent, robust process. Yes. Um, and we have to find the right person. Yes. So that will be happening through June and July. Uh, the model has attached to it, in addition to that small governance committee, a healthcare workforce group, which is made up of people who identified themselves as being part of the healthcare workforce and the role of that group will be to advise and resource the committee, but also, of course, to advise and resource the recruiter connector when he or she comes on board. 
uh, and we'll be activating that committee over this this month as well. Um, ongoing fundraising activities. We recently we recently had a we recently introduced the concept to the business community. I've been busily speaking to community groups, and many of your listeners will have heard the whole story. Uh, at various meetings around town, which is why I didn't tell it again this afternoon. Um, um, But we hadn't introduced it to the business community, so we had a lovely event on the 24th of May uh, and very, very good support from the business community. In fact, we were oversubscribed and we had to shut our doors and close the books um, for that particular event, so we'll be having another one shortly um, and there'll be open invitations to that going out. Um, and at that meeting, we um, we decided that we part of the model when we drew it, we drew a heart at the middle of at the centre of the model, just a, a lovely big fat juicy heart. And we thought, what what can we do for sponsorship? So we decided that we would sell a heart. So organisations and, and individuals, businesses can buy a heart, mm, mm. and we priced that that particular purchase. Uh, and that heart will sit in people's windows. It might be on their businesses and so on. And it says, this business is a friend of a track and estate. Mm. Mm. Uh, so that's been a, a successful thing and that's really what's gotten us across the line to be ready now to, to go. Mm. Um, individuals can join as members and the membership fee is only $5. And we kept it at that level because we really want... This is a community-based project. Mm. We want everyone to, to be able to be a member. Yes, and I'll give you some advice at the end of the interview as to how you can link into us. So if you want to get a pen and paper ready while yeah, we're just continuing idea. through. Yeah, we'll give you that information. We and might just have a word from our sponsors first, Sharon, and maybe a song. And uh, we'll just come back with Sharon straight after. Well, back to you, Sharon. And uh, how can the community get involved in your fundraising? Well, look, Jan, uh, there's a number of things coming up and uh, some very exciting things. We, um, first and foremost, you can become a member of the association, of the organisation. That's really important because <clears throat> we, we actually communicate with our members through an email newsletter, which is a monthly newsletter, and you can get that by becoming a member. It's on the membership form. And please give us a very good, your very best email address so that our newsletters do get directly to you. Mm. Uh, And that will link you into that month's information and knowledge and also alert you to opportunities that might be coming up. You know, for example, at the moment we are calling for members to come forward if you'd like to work on fundraising activities with us. We're sort of forming a little portfolio group around fundraising and that's a situation where you can just come in and be involved in a particular activity, maybe something that you're particularly excited about, either a large activity or a small activity. Mm, mm. Um, Even selling raffle tickets. Yeah, well, if you, if you get to that. Yeah, if we get to that. Yeah. We, at the moment, we've got um, we've got about four items on the agenda, and we're we've had just such wonderful support from the community organisations. It's been great. Every time I've spoken with a community organisation, they've said, "What can we do?" So we've had offers of, you know, golf days and trivia nights and all sorts of those sorts of activities Mm, mm. which the organisations are prepared to help with or put on for us. Mm. So that's been wonderful. And at the same time, we've planned a few ourselves, although we are primarily not a fundraising organisation. Our focus is 
finding and attracting medical professionals to come to town. But as you know... Uh, There's a cost to that. There is a cost to that and we have to employ the recruiter connector. So that's the cost. Our our operating costs, we are all volunteers and our operating costs are very, very slim. Yes. We don't have an office. We don't have a great deal of equipment and all of that. But we'll build that up over time. Um, But... Primarily, we're a pretty lean, mean machine. Maybe if there's someone with a free office around somewhere. An office would be extremely who, who, helpful. Who could donate that as their donation? That could be a donation, and that would be an extremely heartfelt donation and much appreciated. And we would love that, especially in the main street, just mm. for a short period of time. Yes. So that we can have that very good contact with the community. Mm. So some things that are coming up... Um, uh, we we will have, as I mentioned, another Friends Of event. Uh, that will be for the business community and that will be open an open invitation for people to come and mm. listen and that will probably yeah. be at the Services Club. Right, yeah. so how will you get that out? You'll be, that will be notified through the uh, membership uh, forms, okay. through the membership email mm. and also through... Um, notices in windows, brochures in windows. Fair enough. And, of course, I'm hoping that I'll come back on the radio on a fairly regular basis Absolutely. now. Yes. So Because I think it's, it's important. important. Yeah, That's important. important, yeah. Um, so some of the fundraising activities, uh, the, the one I really do want to alert people to is um, the 24th of September, if you want to just keep that in your diaries. It's in your calendar. <laughs> um, and there's something quite wonderful planned for that night. Yeah, the 24th of September. Mark it in there now. <laughs> okay. And, of course, we'll, we'll continue to work on the attraction strategy and welcoming new professionals as they come to town. Mm, absolutely. Now, contacts. Okay. So, first, I've spoken a bit about the membership form um, and our monthly newsletter. You can get that membership form... If you, you if you come to our, if you email us, we will send you a membership form. So the membership the email is attract connect stay. That's all one word. Attract connect stay dot Glenninus, also all one word at gmail.com. Attract connect stay dot Glenninus at gmail.com. All, all lowercase. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that will get through to us and we will then send you a membership form which you can print down and um, fill that form in. Yeah. Facebook? We have a Facebook page under the name Attract, Connect, Stay and there we're posting. We're getting a bit better at posting and posting more. The more information we've got, we're starting to, to put that out and you'll, if you go there, you'll see the, the most recent news. And just recently, um, a website was was released. As I mentioned, this is an academic study, Dr. Kath Cosgrave, um, and so the that organ has put put out a um, a website which was released on the twenty fourth of May. Now, this is the website www.attractconnectstay.com.au. Once again, that's all one word, attractconnectstay.com.au. And remembering, you know, you can just put that in there and it will, it will pop up, it will migrate through, yeah. And, and, and on that website you'll see the very detailed information about the, pro, the model, you'll see links to the people in Marathon, you'll be able to listen for yourself about their evidence. Mm. Uh, but you'll also see 
a little video of us in Glen Innes called the Glen Innes Project. So we're on there as well. Remember, this is a project that's being looked at across the state and probably across the country mm. as, as people become more and more concerned about the issue. Yes. And yes. Glen Innes is featured on that. We're hearing about it more and more, aren't we? We are. Mm. Now, our own locally here, P.O. Box 817 in the, at Glen Innes. And I do invite people. This is my number. So you can call me. I'm Sharon, of course, on 0408 682 802. If you want any more information about what I've spoken about tonight, you'd like to get a membership form, uh, you'd like to volunteer to be on one of our working groups, you have an idea for a fundraising activity, or you just want to have a chat about a Track Connect Star, I'd be very happy to take your call. So that's 0408 682 802. Now, if you haven't had the pen and the paper there to write down that, you know what our number is here at the station. So you can give me a call or any of the presenters and I'll have a, a list of contacts for you that they can uh, give you over the phone. Thank you so much, Sharon. It's, um, it's been... We've been hearing about it, haven't we? And, uh, <laughs> you know, everyone's talking about it and to get a clear picture has been absolutely fabulous and I thank you very much for taking your time to come in tonight. And as you said, we'll make a habit of it at least once a month. So. I think that's really, really important that we we now have things to come forward and share with the community. Yes. We really do want you to be involved and um, we're very happy to, to make that knowledge available. So look forward to being and talking on the radio again soon. Absolutely. Thank you very much.